0: Hey, what up Q? What up Radio World? Hmm. We got
1: something to prove tonight, and we start the whole fucking thing off. Hell If anything move, we not out. Here. Let's go.
0: I am the greatest.
1: Go
2: play intramurals, brother. They are who we thought they were. You play to win the game. You don't play to it, just play. on um, people. All right, I want to welcome all of you to another edition of Zone Coverage Quick Shots. I got the homie Buck from Pensacola and my man Ray from Jersey joining me on the show to discuss um, a few sports topics. And uh, of course, you know you can go to talktoq.com, sign up for the email newsletter. And that way you can keep up with the show that way. All right, well, let's get to it, fellas. The NCAA playoff rankings are out, and this is what we have. We have Ohio State at number one. They jumped LSU. LSU is at number two. Clemson, number three, and Georgia is number four. On the outside looking in, Alabama, Utah, Oklahoma, and Minnesota. Okay, and um, so what do you all think about Ohio State jumping LSU, even though both of them won this weekend? Uh, do you think it was just because of who Ohio State beat, with them beating Penn, and Penn State, who was 9-1, and one, and LSU beating a horrible Arkansas team? For whoever wants to answer.
1: Yeah, I think that was the case. I, think, yeah. I mean, you know, I think Ohio State beat a tougher opponent. I do believe LSU is the best team to play this year. But Ohio State has been real good with Justin Bezos. And, you know, um, they they beat up on Penn State pretty good. So I can see why they would get the number one spot. But, um, you know, still more football to play. Ohio State still, I believe, got to play Michigan. Hopefully they can win that game. But, you know, Michigan... One of them teams, that show up when you let, you expect it. So, you know, things still have time to happen. But I like Ohio State's team. I think they got a very good team, along with LSU's team. And don't know where Clemson's going to fall in all this. I know he's in top four, but, man, you know, for them to beat those two teams, it's going to be tough for him this year.
2: I think all of this is the, is, it's like, them setting up for the matchups they want. Um, and that's why you have Ohio State jump LSU. Because if, I I, I don't know, I, I don't know, because I, I think they're going to try to position two SEC teams to play each other in the first round and not one of them off because they don't want an all-SEC championship. I, I really feel that way. If LSU beats Georgia, then LSU is going to jump up to number one and Alabama's going to fall in at number four. And there'll be a rematch between LSU and Alabama in the first round. And, um, I mean, the only way to screw things up now, let's see. If if Baylor beats Oklahoma, it, well, first of all, is there any way Baylor gets in? I mean, they're number nine. But is there any way they get in? If they beat Oklahoma? No. Would that be enough for nope. them to? Okay. So, Baylor's no. out. M- nope. Minnesota... Yeah. <laughs> If Minnesota beats Ohio State in the Big Ten championship, the Big Ten champion has to go right. So that means Minnesota still has a way in. What about Utah yes, at number that six? that is correct? Utah at number six. Um, well, who, if they if they win the Pac twelve, is anybody going to care?
0: I think it's going to be a stretch for Utah. To, Utah should get in if one you know one of the other teams fall off. But the odds of Utah getting in is probably slums enough. Um, even though they're, you know, positioned at number six, I think. So Yeah. I, I just don't see them getting in. I don't care what I, they do. So, I don't know if you all have seen Utah um,
2: play, but I think Utah would match up very well against Clemson. I would like to see that. So but
0: um uh, there's probably a lot of people would like to see it. But in the grand scheme of things, this is all about money. And that's what, you know, this is what's driving the playoffs. So until they, you know, this is what should happen. The, the, and the, we've talked about this before. All the teams that win their championship should be in the playoffs. Not all this bullshit that they're doing right now and only having four. Um, I think each conference's champion should be allowed to be in the playoffs just like it is in the National Football League, and then you play it off until you get a Super Bowl of sorts for college football. And until they do it that way, it's never going to be right. So it's always going to be controlled by whoever those rascals, those pulling the puppet strings, trying to get this matchup, this matchup, a rematch of last year's matchup, or whatever.
2: So. So, so, and there's a lot of truth to that in my opinion, but let me ask you this. Um, Alabama's sitting at number five. If Georgia beats LSU, I don't think LSU falls out the top four. Does anybody think they fall out of the top four if they lose to Georgia in the SEC championship? No, they're not. No, no,
0: they're
2: not gonna be
1: well, I'm All right. gonna try to
2: make me room for Alabama. I'm what I
1: want.
2: I mean, so if Georgia beats LSU, Alabama may still get left out at number five. But if LSU beats Georgia, of course, then Alabama will be able to move up a spot, providing they handle business against Auburn. Um, I just don't really see any way that Utah can jump um, can 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 jump Alabama, and and then like with Minnesota, what makes Minnesota so interesting? Let's say Ohio State beats the breaks off of Michigan like they always do, even though I don't want that to happen um let's just say they beat the brakes off of michigan and then i'm um, a neutral site ohio state loses to minnesota by one point right ohio state's not going to drop out the top four are they and if they don't then you got to put minnesota in the top i think that really screws everything up because if minnesota beats ohio state and wins the big 10 minnesota deserves to be in right or you think they still get left
0: out? I would say so because I, – I would think so because if Michigan beats Ohio State by the grace of good Lord, that, that happens. If they beat them, then I, I think, you know, at that point, I think Ohio State comes out of the top yeah, four, if you ask me personally, out, because where Michigan is placed right now. Right. But they if They drop out of the top four because – if Ohio State – You know, right Michigan, now, I mean, shoot.
2: If they dominate Michigan and then lose to Minnesota by one point, at a neutral site, I mean, how can you say, and Minnesota's ranked number eighth right now, and, and I mean, then wouldn't you have to put both of them in? Uh,
0: I would say Minnesota's in and Ohio State's still out.
2: What you think, Brian? No, I would say, um,
1: no, a, a, a team a team like Minnesota, I don't think that they would get in either they did beat Ohio State. I mean, a lot of people will probably lobby for it, but yeah. at the same time, they need these ticket sellers out here. So, you know, I think that all – because you let Minnesota in, you got to let Al Valley in. And I know they talk about the conference winner and all that. Um, that. That's loaded because, you know, if that's the case, then why Utah Wayne in there, they win. You see what I'm
2: saying? I got you. so. I think I it's going to be a mess. If it plays out that way, I think you're going to have two mm-hmm. conference champions not go, if that's the case. And mm-hmm. um, and then what's so tripped out about it, I mean, if you look at, at strength of schedule, and all honest, and this is strictly based on Cle- strength of schedule, Clemson doesn't deserve to be there. But because they're defending national champions and they haven't lost, they're not going to drop out. Um, but th- there's some teams that play really tough schedules, and unfortunately, it's going to cost them. That they're not going to make it in. So, uh, mm, I'm pulling for Minnesota to to shake things up. I'm also pulling for, um, well, really, no matter what happens with Baylor and Oklahoma, if Oklahoma beats Baylor, then that's going to be strong for their case. And, uh, well, they can make a case all they want. It's going to be three conferences that may get shut out of this. The Big 12, the Pac 12, and the Big 10 may all. Get shut out as far as their conference winners, which I think would be unprecedented and be a lot to talk about. So all right, um, did you all hear the story about Willie Taggart and his um contract with Florida State? Yeah. Nah. Well, it was reported that Willie Taggart had signed like a some type of letter of intent, so to speak. And I'm paraphrasing but never signed his actual contract, uh, which made him an at-will employee, which mean, that meant that Florida State didn't have to pay him the rest of his money. But um, it was announced today or yesterday um, by his agent that he did, in fact, sign the contract so he will get his $18 million buyout or whatever it was. So for a while there, people were thinking that he was going to get screwed out of his money. That happened to somebody at Kentucky. Some years ago, he didn't dot his eyes and cross his t's, and, and end up costing him three million dollars, I think, of his contract because he was supposed to get six million. He only ended up getting three million um, in court, and uh, so. But it looks like Willie Taggart is all right. They were so. going to make.
0: Sh- they- I mean, he was going to get that money regardless because. I mean, even if they didn't sign it, I think Florida State would've paid them any paid them anyway because, them
2: because
0: the boosters for Florida State, they they got they got that they got that chettle. So they don't give a shit. I mean, they got money to throw around. They this man got them for one point three, three point one, and this eighteen million dollar. They bought him out of two different contracts and now this yeah. would be the third. Yeah. So, you know, this joker here. This joke of making money He's with an unproven coach. I mean, that is just absurd. This un—this unheard of to, to get bought out of three different contracts. So Florida State need to ask for even get <laughs> signing this bastard on to coach <laughs> that team.
2: Yeah. All right. So one more topic, and then we'll get into some who, who am i's and shut it down. Um, Eric Weddle played with the Ravens last year came on over to the Rams this year, and before they played each other on Monday night, um, someone, I guess about a week or so ago, asked him, uh, would he be revealing any secrets to his new team about his old team? And he said, no. He says, I'm not telling anything about the Ravens. If the coaches can't figure it out, you know, then shame on them, essentially. But he said he's not sharing any secrets about his old team. So Buck, I'll start with you first. Do you applaud him for being loyal to his old team or should you always be loyal to your current team?
0: There's a fine line when it comes to that. Um, you know, I'm, not, I'm quite sure and we see this all the time. You see it every week. Um, somebody signing a te- you know, signing a player off another team's, you know, that just got cut practice squad and they sign him up or a player that you know maybe unceremoniously left and went to a new team, and you know that you know you know that's going to be the first question to ask. But I really think it really didn't have anything to do with his, them being loyal to the new team. I mean, loyal to a you know loyal to his old team or loyal to his new team simply because they they're just outright playing different. Um, the Lamar Jackson from last year it does not exist. Um, this kid is playing, you know, out of his mind right now. I mean, he studied his craft during the off season, and it's definitely showing. I mean, he's a he's a not only a guy, he's a dual threat. I mean, he can he can stand in the pocket and throw the pass, or he can run, you know, get outside the pocket and create and run downfield. So I don't think Eric Wilson knew enough to to tell any secrets about his old team. Plus, I mean, most of the players from that were there last year are not even there on the team anymore. So. Um it wasn't not, it wasn't much to tell. But I know there's I mean he may he may still have some friends over there on the defensive side of football, who knows? Um but you know, i applaud him for standing his ground and not. You know, you know, not many secrets become in this league anyway, yeah, there's enough scouts and people that study that kind of things to kind of study tendencies and things of that nature. So he really didn't need to say anything. It is left up to the coaches to figure it out. It shouldn't be left up to the players to tell some kind of secret.
2: Well, I know um, Mark, I know that um, Michael Bennett didn't tell the Cowboys any secret about New England special teams. I know that much. Uh, Ray, what do you think about it, man?
1: I think um. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's a thin line. I think the coach has got to do their job, and I think that uh, when you build friendships with old teammates, and you got to play against them. I think you should be on fair well, not on inside secrets and stuff like that. So
2: I can see where you're coming from. Okay. And, um, yeah, I don't, I don't care one way or another. If you want to spill the beans, so be it. You want to keep it a secret, so be it. But um, you know, and I don't know how most 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 teammates feel about that. I guess most of your teammates, you know, if they lose, they may be mad, saying that you may could have you probably could have helped them. But I, I don't know if that's how they feel or not. But I, I I I'm all right with him doing it. I'm all right with him doing it. I guess that's just a guy who just got a code that he lives by. So so. All right, fellas, so we'll go ahead and do some Who Am I's and wrap this thing up. Y'all ready for the first one? Yep. Buck. Buck. Let's do it. Let's do it. I am a six foot two, two 247-pound defensive end, drafted in the first round, number 18 overall, in 2012 out of South Carolina, by the San Diego Chargers. Who am I? Oh, Melvin Ingram. Melvin Ingram the third. I am a five foot eight, one hundred and seventy-four pound wide receiver. Uh, don't think he was drafted out of Southern Methodist University. Thirty years old. And I started my career with the Dallas Cowboys, and I now play with the Buffalo Bills. Who am I? Beasley, Beasley, Colby,
1: Beasley. yeah, Colby Cole Beasley.
2: Dixon Beasley. I am a six foot two, two hundred and ten pound running back, fifty nine years old, drafted number ten overall in nineteen eighty two, out of USC by the Los Angeles Raiders. Who I'm is. Marcus Allen. Marcus Lamar Allen, 12,243 rushing yards. Speaking of rushing yards, man, Frank Gore going to third time, third um, place all time is, is pretty cool. Uh, yeah. I am you a 6'4", 240-pound six, six tight end, drafted in the third round by the Green Bay Packers out of Texas in 2008. Who I be? The Michael Finley. Sorry, motherfucking. <laughs> Jamichael DeCorian Finley. That's Mr. Jim Finley. Finley. Mr. Finley to you, Buck. Your favorite uh, no. Green Bay Packer of all time. Last one. Uh, fuck all that. Last one. Don't get shut out, Buck. Last one. Six foot two, 228 <laughs> pound linebacker out of Fort Valley State, drafted in the sixth round in 1987 by the Pittsburgh Steelers, 54 years old. Who am I? Fort Valley State, Greg Lloyd. Gregory Leonard Lloyd. Or Gregory Leonard Lloyd. I don't want to get his name wrong.
0: I said yeah. the other two. I just I just couldn't get them faster than damn right racing fucking fast.
2: I can't beat them. So, just quick on that. Who am yeah, I? Who I do? Yeah. All right, fellas, yeah, y'all yeah.
0: got anything I did, for me oh, I forgot. Last week, you know, last week was the last last um, NAS- last of the NASCAR season. But I forgot to actually name the other two guys that won in the other two series. In the truck series, Matt Crafton won his third truck series title. And Tyler Reddick won in the Xfinity series for Richard Children's Racing. So um Tyler Reddick is going to be moving up into the A car this coming season in the Cup Series. So um congratulations to those guys. And of course, Cal Bush won his second title um, in the what will now be known as the NASCAR Cup Series. So, uh, congratulations to those guys. They're starting to get, you know, getting they're doing their awards banquets and things of that nature. So, congratulations to those guys, and looking forward to the Daytona 500 and some NASCAR news coming up real soon. Um, it, it should, the, the off season is very short for NASCAR. February is only right around the corner. So, right after the Super Bowl, a couple of weeks later, you got the Daytona 500. So, looking forward to that, you know, the new season of that, but not right now. You know we're in a playoff push, so hopefully we can make that run. So, congratulations to those guys.
2: All right, and Ray, you got anything, man? No, not really.
1: I mean, just uh, looking forward to the games, I guess.
2: All right, should be some pretty good games, and uh, been some a lot of uh, stuff going on in basketball lately, but uh like last night i don't i don't know what was more impressive m b not scoring at all carmelo scoring twenty five or giannis um uh, scoring fifty so um uh, it's, it's it's been kind of crazy in the n b a lately but we're gonna see some pretty good games on christmas day. I look forward to that so all right, fellas. Oh, I
0: do have one other I do have one other thing. Yeah. Uh hopefully here in the next couple of weeks, um, I'm gonna be um, be a guest on the ESPN radio here in Pensacola. Um I'm gonna I'll get to have a chance to promote the show also and spill a little football with the NFL football with those guys. So I'm looking forward to that. Um I got lucky this weekend because one of the guys that that uh does the show, um, I actually know him. So he said, hey, come down there and spit with us. And he said, we can promote the show on there. So that's pretty cool. So hope, it may not be this week, but it'll probably be in the upcoming weeks. I'll be able to come down there and chop it up with those guys. So I'm looking forward to that. I think you can pick up 99.1 and 1350 ESPN radio on um, on iHeartRadio or any other platforms that you can pick up on uh, local radio stations. So I'll let y'all know um, in advance so that way y'all can uh, –
2: Listen to it. Absolutely, man. That's what's up. So, I all definitely right. want to hear it, man. And anytime the show can get a shout, that's great, too. So, All right. Yep. So, we out, fellas. Appreciate you doing your thing. And we'll get at you next week. Next week, we'll probably be recording on Wednesday. Um, but I appreciate you all coming on. Go to TalkToQ.com. Sign up for the email newsletter. Everyone have a great evening. Peace out. Hey, what up, Q? What
0: up, Radio World? Hmm. We got
1: something to move tonight. And we start the whole do thing go. Hell me! they move! We not out! Let's go!
0: I am the greatest!
1: Go play intramurals, brother. But they are who we thought they were. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You play to win.
0: Do you have any questions? I got a question. You got any excuses tonight, Roy?
2: What are talking about? Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game.
1: Be a dog. We don't need no meows. We don't need no cats. We need more dogs. But we talking about practice, man. What are we talking about? Practice? <laughs>